Hey, it's Anna. I'm Antana. Welcome back to our podcast. Energy, you bitch. Oh yeah, bitch. <laughs> I don't have a clue what episode this is. I think it's number sixteen. Hmm. Possibly. Who knows? <laughs> they blur into one. But welcome back. Yes, we are excited to be here, and it's been a little while again. Yeah, as always. <laughs> we are off doing our own thing. We forget, you know. Mm. But here we are, ready to talk to you about money. Yes. The world's number one obsession. Yeah. Cotton. 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 Mm-hmm. We like a bit of cotton. <laughs> yeah, we do. And we have, like, this crazy idea that we need to keep growing, making more money, like, economic growth. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's an abundance of money, but this economic growth at this rate, mm. it's not working. <laughs> not going to happen. The whole system needs to fuck off. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> we're going to tell you how to tear the whole economic system down. In your mind, which yeah. will reflect in the physical. Yes. If everyone does it. Mm-hmm. So you better do this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Save your soul. Save Mother Earth. <laughs> Before she gone kill us off. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we could get into a whole topic about that. And then I yeah. just thought better of it. Because we will go down a rabbit hole right there. <laughs> and we'll be here for like hours like, so, and this, and this. <laughs> yeah, let's save that for after. <laughs> Over pizza. I said, I said, you said so after. Oh, like, I thought you said, oh, the pizza. I was like, wait, what, what about the pizza? I want the pizza. <laughs> yeah, definitely over pizza. Sounds good. <laughs> wait, let me just remove my stuff. Grab your go. notes, girl, because she's going to go, and I mean, I've got notes in front of me, but I feel like we're just going to free fall. Free yeah. fall. Free fall. <laughs> we're just going to fall. Free falling. <laughs> I think we kind of do that with every video anyway. Yeah, we we're fall. like, yeah, we're like, let's talk about this. Mm, just let, let it just flow. <laughs> yeah, so I think that, you know, like we said before, we live in like a really Newtonian age of separation, division, like we're yeah. kept quite separate. And this idea of separation is kind of, it's stem, like money fuels that. And what happens is when we're fueled by those desires and we're fueled by those economic growths, we become further and further away from the truth, the universe, that we're all connected, we're all part as one. Yeah, so money is a bitch. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> because it kind of forces us to be more in that Newtonian age of separation. We start mm. to see things as separate. Can I just say, us. though, money is not the bitch. The agenda that they pushed behind it, the reason they created it, and then the like perception that's forced upon us as to how we then perceive money is the bitch. She just said it. Because money is an energy and it could never be this evil thing. Because a lot of people have beliefs of like money is a real evil thing. Money is like something that I don't want, I don't need, I don't like. And then on the other spectrum you have like money is everything, I need money. You know? So so like that polarity of different perceptions. But it's all the toxic mentality of money that's been forced upon us. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> so basically, we're doing what Zana said, and we're flipping that switch, Yeah, and we're going to make money work from us. From us? For us. Well, yeah, from us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, for from us. And from us. us. <laughs> we are the money, you know? We are. So we're basically saying, let's reprogram our minds, mm-hmm. and like, fuck the agenda that they've given us, and let's decide how we want to perceive it that benefits us, rather than like, a fear mm-hmm. thing that separates us and keeps yeah. us. Yeah, yeah divided and I think that also money has no real value yeah it has it has the value you give it yeah it's the value that we've agreed upon that it has so money facilitates stuff like exchange of goods and products we use it to count things we use it to keep track of things Mm -hmm. which is all well and good but if I don't agree that five pound 
is worth, I don't know, five pounds, but you do, yeah. you know, we have to put, our, not saying that we have to put our own value on it, but what I'm saying is the way that money is created is very, it's like almost pushed to the scarcity mindset. This is when I actually use some of the finance in my degree, isn't it? <laughs> so, for the first time ever since <laughs> doing the degree. <laughs> so basically what we have is the way um, money is created is by interest-bearing debt. So that sounds like a fancy word to basically say when the banks lend out money yeah. into existence and say the Federal Reserve creates money, what happens is there's a certain amount of interest or debt that's clung to that money. So the interest is always higher than the amount of money produced. Yeah. So that basically fucking means is we're chasing around money that doesn't even bloody well exist. Yeah. Well, literally, what, like, she literally means the bank that actually creates the money, not the bank that you go to to get your money. Well, even, even but lending this, the money. But, like, the central bank mm. lends the money to these little banks, and then you go to these little banks to get your money, but those little banks are in debt to the big one. Before exactly. you're in bank. Debt. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're in debt to the little bank, the little bank's in debt to the big bank, and the big bank's owned by, like, the Rothschilds or whoever the but fuck it is that owns it. Even the top 1% are affected by the economic growth in a negative way. Yeah. Um, but, so basically, when you have that money is filtered down, so you have interest-bearing debt, right? So everything, every p- amount of money you have, there's interest on it. So there's never enough money to keep cultivating. So we keep creating more money and more money and more money. But there is no, there is no real money. Like it's yeah. just, no, what is it? Like we're billions of pounds in uh, debt, but it's not actually real money. It's, it's just numbers. Like, yeah, and you're like, <laughs> bitch, your stuff doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah, because like the money that's in your bank is mm. literally just numbers on like your phone or on your computer or whatever. Yeah. But that doesn't physically exist until you withdraw it and then you take some of it. Yeah. And then the numbers just go down. Mm-hmm. But, like, the actual full amount is not there. No, it's not. It's just a number. Yeah. And I think this is where, like, I remember when I was in school, I had a maths teacher who was like, because I'm quite good at maths. He was like, why do you not like maths? Do you like English? Most people like English, like maths. And I realised it's because when I was younger, I always see maths and money as, as the same thing. That's how I used to see it. Yeah. And I hated it because I was like, why are we being forced to pay for things that we don't need to? To pay for. Yeah. I remember making the joke, like, ages ago, as I'm sure many people did, like, next I'll be charging us for water. Yeah. And not only do they charge us for water, they charge us for water that's been, like, uh, what is it? Contaminated. Contaminated water. Poison. We have to buy the jugs for, the distillers for, to clean, to drink. Yeah. Bitch, yeah. that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It, like, it doesn't work. Yeah. It, it makes me very, very angry, because economic growth kills the environment because what happens is when banks start lending out money they're only going to lend out money to people who produce other goods and services to get the money back to pay the debt off to the big yeah. banks for the little bank to pay back the big bank like Zana said like you know it has to be done that way so then they're going to start lending out money to people who've got got goods and services not people like ingenuous people like giving tribal stuff out giving yeah. medicines out giving all of this stuff out they're not going to lend the money to that so what happens is the earth becomes more and more depleted mm-hmm. because goods and services are taking their place and then we start to see the earth like a commodity like, oh, yeah. oh it's just stuff it's just land it's just this we can there's a plot of land let's build a hotel on it to make money on it let's build mm-hmm. this and we start separating ourselves even further from the universe mm-hmm. 
which is so sad because like we've spoken about before which you can watch our like old videos where we speak about this stuff and quantum entanglement all this we are part of this universe we yeah. all started as one tiny little piece-sized amount that got expanded to the consciousness the earth, mother nature, that plant is a part of us. We're all interconnected. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe in quantum entanglement, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> please leave. No, but isn't it Young Furry that said about the difference between plants and us? Yeah. And it's just like one thing that's different. Yeah, he said that on our interview actually, didn't he? Yeah. He was talking about that stuff, so we'll link that down below. Yeah. It's just like one, I can't remember what the chemical was. No, I can't remember. I was, we were so like in that moment that. It might have been magnesium and chlorophyll? Oh, it might have been chlorophyll. Yeah. I, think. I think it was chlorophyll in the plant, but I can't remember what it was within us. us. Yeah. But that is the one chemical that's different, and if you swap them round, we'd have exactly the same or something yeah. like that. But even even if like they have different chemicals, we're still part of that universe. We're still part yeah. of it. And so when, when we deplete the Earth's energy, what happens is there becomes a void in us. And we don't realise that there's a void. That's why you have depressions at a higher rate, mental health mm -hmm. at a higher rate, anxieties at a higher rate, because we are not remembering that we all know that all computers are connected right your printer and your laptop they usually communicate <laughs> for the most part <laughs> you know and we're all connected like that and we don't realize that when we destroy one part we're actually destroying a part of ourselves and yeah. then we're like why are we depressed why are we anxious and the people who have money will spend the money to try and fill the void and then try and make money more money to have this economic growth but even like i said before like the top one percent are affected by it because they're still trying to fill that void and i'm not talking about like the aliens I'm talking about the top 1% who have a lot of money. Like, let me get this, let me get that to fill this void and let me fill this. Not realising the more products and goods and services you're putting into, the more land you're depleting. So the more of yourself you're mm -hmm. kind of separating from yourself. Yeah. That was a really long rant. <laughs> but not only that, but like, there's obviously a divide because of money as well. Because a lot of people actually, literally can barely scrape by. Mm -hmm. Or even can't scrape by, to be fair. Like... Especially, I feel like today's generation, like our generation and even younger, it's so much harder to afford to live, yeah. like to afford to even get on the housing ladder or anything, possible. literally. So like there's a huge, huge divide because of money and there's a higher rate of suicide and all kinds of things because of the fact that we literally, like, it's almost like what is there to live for? Like what is there to, you know, for? Yeah, and because they can't yeah. do anything. And what is there to live for if we deplete the earth of its energy? Not being mm -hmm. funny or anything, Mother Earth will be able to kill us off like this. Instantly. And even if global warming does happen, we might we won't survive. Mother Earth will. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's there forever. Yeah. And we're talking about oh, I wanna make this money and when I have kids and their kids and I'm thinking, but in fifty years' time, if we keep using the Earth's resources and we keep having economic growth at the rate we have it, we're not gonna be on Earth. There is gonna be no Mother Earth. Mm -hmm in the way that we knew it, know it, economic growth on this scale cannot be maintained. And I'm not telling you that just from like a, oh, like she has just a view. I'm telling you that from an economic standpoint, for once I'm actually being like, my degrees, my like, where I'm showing you I've got the expertise there, that, no expertise on that level, but like, <laughs> that we can't keep up. We, we physically can't. It's not going to happen. Mm. Um, and like you said, like, the divide of the money line is going to yeah. get bigger and bigger and bigger. But I do think that it's crumbling and going this way for a reason. Like, the fact that we're coming out of the age of Pisces and the Iron Age and we're going into the Bronze Age, like, their structure, their whole system is crumbling. You know, like even look at the way 
celebrity and that lifestyle is now crumbling where people want real they want it to be like authentic the middle person is kind of coming up even with artists and musicians and stuff like the middle because you've got access direct to your customer businesses are able to do more do you know what I mean like I feel like the the top one percent thing is crumbling and falling and people are able in some instances to grow up and that's a really beautiful point. So we have to, in order to burn the old and bring in the new, we have to do stuff that refers to the effects of usury. Um, that is right, isn't it? Refers to the effects of usury. I have no idea. But usury is basically uh, lending money at really, really high rates. Oh, okay. So you said this beautiful thing about there's like the middleman's coming up, but I think what you meant, and businesses can talk more to their audience, I think you meant stuff like peer-to-peer -peer, uh, lending. Okay. So I don't know if you heard of, there's these two um, African-American sisters. I don't know why I added that. It's just because it was like on a black, like, righteous page, which I thought was really nice. Mm -hmm. And they lend $25, like, to each people. And they've got, like, a house. They've got this stuff. So basically, peer-to-peer -peer lending is, like, you can do it on a website. So an investor will be like, I want to put money into this. And say you need to borrow a £1,000, you'll borrow it from different people. But you won't borrow it from a bank where there's high interest rates and all this yeah. stuff. You borrow it from other people and you put it back through. Um, that's a good idea. Yeah, so that's a way of like reversing the effects of usury and using like non-high interest bearing like, debt. Yeah. And it's stuff like this can really push you towards it and we need to do stuff like relocation. Relocalisation. Oh God, I'm getting into all the terms I haven't used in years. <laughs> um, which basically is like, so, you know, like I was thinking about the cobblers, like my shoes are broken so I need to go to the cobblers, like every town would have a cobbler. So you don't go to Timpson. Yeah. You go yeah. to the local complex, and that puts money back into the local economy. Yeah, yeah. And we have this idea of also, um, it's like a, uh, how do I put this? Um, it's like gift sharing. Mm. So you know in the world we live in, we're like, oh, my love language is gifts, so therefore I need the money age. Mm. No, you fucking don't, bitch. <laughs> this is what you need. This is what the real thing you need. So back in the day, before we had like money and all this stuff, we had the gift sharing economy. Mm. So basically what it means is if you had too much of something, you'd give it to someone else. And that's how you built uh, respect and that's how you built status. Mm. And so the idea of like, you know the love language is gift. When you receive a gift, what do you feel? Gratitude. Yeah. So we want to feel gratitude. Mm. Um, also, you know, going back to the water thing, where I was like, I don't think we should have to pay for our water, the air, the love. All of the stuff that we need to survive, we don't need adverts for. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There's no manipulation around that. You just it's just instilled into us, oh, we have to pay for that. Mm -hmm. They don't need to like convince you. The to thing buy is it. air, we don't have to buy it. Love, we don't have to buy it. Mm. All the things that we need to survive, we don't have to buy it. They're all given to us. I know like last time we spoke about, you know, we have to get up with this idea idea that we have to work really, really hard for everything we want. We work smart. Yeah. And work in a more caring, community loving way. That's where this also comes from. Because mm. I feel like that I was very entitled when water started charging water. I was like, but we should have it for free. It was very entitled. But when you flip that switch, the reason why I felt so entitled is when you're given it, you're grateful for it. Mm. You know, like, when you go on holiday and you look at sunsets and you're like, wow, this is beautiful. Yeah. You look at water, like, look how it's glistening. It's beautiful. Love is the most abundant, loving feeling in the world. You know, don't get me wrong, there's a polarity side to it. But you don't get that feeling when you look at a dress. You're like, yeah, I feel great in it. But when you look at it in sunset, you're like, oh yeah it's a different kind of gratitude mm. and that level and that gratitude and being connected so much helps you move forward yeah like. it's a different kind of satisfaction because mm. that's kind of weird I've never thought about that how you would look at a sunset and feel like 
like almost like peace but if you were to get a material thing like an outfit you wouldn't feel that maybe that really shows off yeah, yeah. it's oh because it's like an external validation from the outfit but the sunset and stuff is just an internal piece like it's an internal like bliss yeah. yeah whereas having an outfit and stuff although it may feel like exciting for you inside what you really want is the world to see it because if yeah. nobody sees the outfit then you don't really get the same satisfaction no and this is the again the money feeding into the you know we feel lonely we feel like we're not connected to nature and stuff like this and then we buy stuff to try and fill the void which is also why a lot of people traveling is a massive thing at the moment because we're trying to connect to the earth mm -hmm. we're seeing that we need to be more connected yeah. to mother nature when you look at pictures of earth and countries and all of this you feel like oh, like like you're proud yeah. of it and you're comforted and they connect with other cultures they get to see other people as well like there's a connection on all levels yeah and i feel like the way we use money now does not allow for a gift-based economy we can't mm. have a gift-based economy with this level of money we have now because i tell you the economy we have now is killing our social structures but also surviving us. no one wants to give but here's the thing so Money, we now use money as an exchange for goods and things. So when we mm. have a gift-based service, say like I plant trees or like I plant cherry trees and you need yeah. a cherry and I have too many like things, I give you one, that's you're grateful. So then yeah. I build up status because I'm like people are grateful yeah. and the more people you exchange, so money doesn't become the exchange. Gratuity, respect mm. becomes the exchange and yeah. it makes you feel more connected. I know that sounds really like hippy-dippy and shit, but it actually works and yeah. it's a way that economic growth can actually work you still have money you can still use money and have it incorporated but you can't have a connected community a connected world yeah. and the way we have economic growth at the moment we have to divide the, we have to fuck it all up and be like <laughs> fuck this shit it's not fucking working i want to go back to something different we're going to relocalization we're going to use peer-to-peer -peer like lending so that we can all grow and we all can evolve mm -hmm. and relocalization doesn't mean you disconnect from other cult like other like say you live in one town you disconnect from other. you don't because relocalization means your community is tighter therefore your community the, the next community is tighter so when you interact you have more of a knowledge of each other yeah and i guarantee you depression anxiety mental health will reduce by re like tenfold mm -hmm. because i know there's other reasons for mental health issues but at the ultimate like i truly truly believe the ultimate thing of everything is this loneliness because we're not yeah, connected we're not connected and it's our environment even you can be in your environment in your community and feel completely isolated because mm -hmm. i feel like people like to give when it comes to their family and people that they are close to even in certain instances where they can't actually afford to give kind of thing like they still wish that they could but when it comes to people that we don't really know there's no connectedness like nobody would just give something to a stranger like you see some cases where they do but it's put all over social media for attention and validation and stuff like mm. there's not really that connectedness worldwide no and if, if we also giving is not just about money it's about no. emotional time it's about this stuff mm -hmm. and if we have this more of a gift sharing community and we fuck this like this economic growth which actually is not sustainable so it's crumbling. we have no other option really yeah. well i'm sure there's other options to what i've suggested but i think one's the best personally <laughs> <laughs> oh my but gosh we won't then just be giving gifts you're giving stuff like like I said, the seeds, you're giving stuff like time. And when you mm. have that connectedness, you understand the different people in your different community. You have a role. You feel like I have a place. Mm. And it also allows you to share your unique gifts that you were born with, that you were designed to share.
Yeah, because that's why we came here. We didn't come here to need to literally work our asses off desperate to survive. Where's the McDonald's working job planet? It did <laughs> we literally did Venus not Venus is one love. That. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's true because we didn't come here to literally... Mm. Like, the need to survive has taken over our actual spiritual purpose of expansion here, which is what we came here for, you know? Mm -hmm. But obviously, it is a part of the journey, and, like, this is a prison planet for a reason. Like, the struggle that we experience here is supposed to happen and is for a reason. But I do think it's crumbling and changing and starting to elevate now that we're stepping into the Bronze Age and, like, the energy is shifting, the frequency of the entire collective is raising because we have the information. Okay. So, like, that ascension is happening for a reason. Exactly. So, the hell is becoming a little bit less hellish. Slowly. But we have to put the work in to get there. To make it yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, encourage each other to do that. Mm -hmm. I think something you said, and like, it made me think about something. Oh, just hit myself in the <laughs> Oh, girl. Okay. <laughs> um, but this change is a lot more practical, I feel. Like, yeah. you know, peer to peer sharing, you can do it amongst your friends, you can do it, you know, even silly stuff like maybe not, it's not even silly. Like, say you want to start getting into gardening stuff, and you know, your friend is good at this stuff, and you say, Oh, can I? But like, I like aloe vera little plant from you, and then I've grown mine, and I've yeah. given my aloe vera plant to other people, like, yeah, because they grow really quickly. And if you don't look after them, they, they, they grow a lot. No, if you look after them, they grow a lot, and so, yeah, that's why I now have like. Yeah. On my to sell. Your whole kitchen will be full of rants, <laughs> and your mum will be like, "What that the hell is the plan? That is the plan." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but it is just a case of like literally sharing, basically. But that's the thing: the agenda. Because when you think about it, like the agenda is greed and power that the one percent have. So if they put that all over us that's the only thing that we're witnessing and that we're being influenced by mm -hmm. so now everyone else feels like that is normal yeah and it's not yeah so that's why we then hold back on giving ourselves like you might see a homeless person and not necessarily want to give because you're dealing with your own struggle and your own you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the actual, not just the ability to give, the desire to give, like all of these things have been affected by the 1%. 100%. Agenda. And I also feel like even when you have money, you never feel that void. Mm. Because I feel like the way we use money at the moment, the way that the economy works at the moment, mm -hmm. like you said, you're pushed into having a job doing the rat race I've got to work hard to earn money to get more like not thinking actually community um working smarter is the way forward but we also um oh my god I forgot what I was going to say again <laughs> why is this keep you're happening? too much in your head oh I just flashed my knee to the world oh sorry guys knees <laughs> <laughs> um oh yeah about sharing gifts because we have to remember like we said in our last episode that our purpose is to be ourselves yeah, like your purpose is not a career, your purpose is mm -hmm. just whacked you in the leg. <laughs> your purpose is not a career, your purpose is not like I've got to look like this, feel like this. Your purpose is to be you because you yes. are here for a reason. We are all connected, part of this quantum universe. We're all connected. You're here for a reason to share your unique perceptions and your unique gifts yeah. so that the rest of the collective can be affected and help elevate or whatever you're meant to be here to do. Yeah. And I feel like money doesn't allow you to do that, like you said. like. It, it doesn't, it separates us further and further. And I but it's saying, our perception of the money, not mm. necessarily the money itself. Yeah. It's the the way that we view it, the fear that we feel around it. Yeah, so the economic system at the moment makes us perceive money in that way, and mm. that's not the way forward. And this is why we need to have a shift 
in mindset. Yes. We need to have a shift to align ourselves with the truth and the facts, which are we are killing Mother Earth as it is, we're killing each mm-hmm. other as a, as a race, as a species, or whatever you want to call us, because we are dividing ourselves and we are killing our Earth's land. It's like, you know in The Lion King, where who, what's his my name takes over? and it's Mufasa. Yeah, and it takes <laughs> over and it's all dead everywhere. Yeah, that is it. what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be Mufasa? <laughs> I don't think so. That is, oh my god, that is such a good analogy. Like, that is 100% what is happening. Yeah. It it's is. literally dead. Because we're, we're in so, like we said before, when we talked about toxic masculinity, even though that's not actually a thing, it's just masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the red energy, like, the, the red energy we're hunting till there's nothing left to hunt. Yeah. We're not listening to the feminine that's like, no, wait, let the animals procreate. <laughs> 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 but that is so true yeah yeah it's, it's like the root chakra mm-hmm. yeah survival safety security groundedness yes. connectedness to the earth so what we can do to tear this economy down mm-hmm. is peer-to-peer lending we can do um delocalization delocalization i don't know oh no i might let's relocalization <laughs> go back from that appear to be a lending relocalization and we can also do this thing called social dividends which basically means that everybody shares in the wealth of the uh, natural things the land the uh, water there's a fancy word for that, that i've forgotten the earth everything that money is made from that we share that wealth out mm-hmm. so we still have the money economy we have now but we use gift sharing alongside it in order for us to live a happier healthier more connected life that's happy and it's not some hippy dippy bullshit what we're living in is hell and we're told that hippy dippy stuff doesn't work because they want us to stay they want us to doubt it doubt ourselves doubt the truth no but you gotta Mm. be like what's nala and nala and simba yes (laughs) we want to be like nala and simba okay we always want to be like beyonce yeah don't want to be like mufasa (laughs) can we stop this rubbish please but at the same time, like, it's an entire collective that we're talking about. So, obviously, these things take time. Mm-hmm. They take a lot of, you know, work. Like, that's why everything's progressing the way that it is, where people are slowly starting to wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, the awakening obviously has to happen over years. Like, it takes a bit of time. And they do say also, and I do believe this, that a lot of children that are coming here now are remembering a lot more. Like, they're not forgetting where they've come from as much as what older generations have done. And I also yeah. feel like that's why we wanted to start validating me, but we validate the truth because the change starts with you. Yeah. Because no one can change your mind. No holy Bible, no person, no church, no deity can change you. You have the ultimate say in where you want to go. Exactly. And every drop in the ocean, like, affects everything. Mm-hmm. And although, you know when we spoke about karma? Yeah. I mean, this was in your reading yesterday. Oh. And I was reading, yeah. So I was saying to Zana when I was doing her reading that every, oh, I'm not going to expose anything, am I? That's fine. You can expose me. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to hide, guys. Um, So basically, when you do something um, and it has a little effect in the water, and that water, like, you know, the ripples that come, Mm -hmm. and we think, oh, we automatically think the result of our actions is karma, even though we talked talked about karma before and how it's an energetic shift. Um, And it's not so personal. So when I plant this tree, although in my lifetime it's not going to give me any, like, benefits or anything like that Mm -hmm. but in the next generation's lifetime it could be an apple tree and it will help them and all of this stuff so that's the energetic shift again of karma not being so personal 
but we have to remember that every piece of work we do, every piece of information we do is fed into the fractal code, which is then fed, fed into how the universe is created. So although, like Zana said, it takes time, it takes like a lot of people coming together, it ultimately starts with you. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's where the change starts. I think I'm going to become motivational speaker. <laughs> you should, because <laughs> there's your element. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> yeah, so it is just about every single person realising that their change makes a difference to the whole collective. And if we all were to focus on finding out what our purpose is, like finding out why we chose to come here, what we're here to do and everything like that, and then the ways that we can make small changes that will then change our lives and then change everyone else's, you know, like, I think it's just about us all realising that it actually matters. Because it's really easy to think that, like, you can make a change, but it's not going to affect anyone else. It's not going to affect the world. It like, does. If one person just does this, that's not really going to make no difference. Like, it's a bit like um, to do with... I just hit me right in the boob. It's a bit like... Um, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Sorry, <girl. laughs> Um, You know, like, when we talk about recycling and things, and people are like, oh, but if we just do that, like, it's not really going to make a dent in the fact that they're doing other things. And it's like, yeah, but it does make a little bit of a difference. Mm. And then we can move on to those other things, because obviously those other things actually need to happen too yeah but it still makes a little bit of a difference a hundred percent and remembering that like you said finding your purpose is being you so in every single moment you have a chance to live your purpose mm -hmm. even more and i think that the way the money system the economic system works right now is keeping our earth depleted it's keeping ourselves depleted we're not fulfilled on an intrinsic level so we need yeah. to fall back in love with mother earth like we're doing when you're going traveling you're doing all this stuff we have all these initiatives like clean stuff up fall back in love with that and remember like Zana said the old is crumbling for a reason and now yeah. we have to make way for the new so get to get to get to get to get to get to, get to peer lending and get on your counsellors <laughs> to have like social dividends I think that's more of a legal yeah. thing that has to be done but there are steps that you can do to help not only help yourself but help the future generations that are going to come and remember that we need to take care of ourselves and her. Yeah, it's how you feel about the thing. It's not always about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's about how you feel about what you're doing. Because yeah. that's your vibration. That's, that's your frequency. So true. You know? So, like, you could be eating meat, but how you feel about that will affect you way worse than what meat can do. Mm. You know what I mean? So, it's like, in every instance, no matter what it is that you're trying to do, money included, how you feel about money will really affect you more yeah. than actually standing there holding the money or looking yeah. at the money you know what are your money wounds what is your intent mm -hmm. you know what yeah literally what is your intent that's what is the energy that you're giving towards it because that's what intent is it's the energy that you direct towards something so like what is the energy that you're directing at that money oh yeah that's so true mm -hmm. so let's say that money is we can how do we reverse that we can say that so money doesn't separate us money like, money just brings us together yeah it's a tool it. that you use to like have a better experience but at the end of the day like you can have all the money in the world and you can still feel absolutely miserable if so you like share it yeah so these people that are trying to hustle and tr constantly wanting more and more and more money that's a lack mentality and the way that they feel about that money is a negative that's emotion out, yeah. yeah but you have to remember money is like air it comes and it goes and we have to remember that money is not the be all and end all exactly the be all and end all is is community the earth. it's how you feel yeah. and i know this sounds like some love and light like bullshit but it's not this is actually a practical way because the alternative is well you saw where we've been yeah well it's worse yeah 
we won't be here. If you look at all the natural disasters going on, it's going to continue to be that way. You look mm. at suicide rates, you look at mental health, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Like, mm. wouldn't you rather take a shot at something that might be a bit too love and light, a bit too like, no, no, no. And if it doesn't work out, we can go back to this, but I guarantee you it's going to work because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But I think it will work. I think you can almost... Like, you can literally witness the negative effects of money. Because mm. if you look at the way the world is right now, look at, like, the poverty, the wars, the suffering, that shows you that money has caused that. Because the 1% are the people that have created this. And their drive, their goal is money and power. Mm -hmm. So, like, we know that that can cause, like, hell. Literally mm -hmm. hell. But then you can also see other people that have like hardly any money, but they're so at peace, they're so happy, they're so satisfied because not because of how much money they have, not because of that, but because of what they're doing, their fulfillment in themselves, of how they're living their lives, what their purpose is in their life. Yeah. That's where their fulfillment has come from and not the money. 100%. You know? Yeah. So it's not even about the money, actually. I just realised it's not even about the money. It's about It's changing. about you. Yeah. 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 It's about how you feel about your life. You know, what you're doing with your life. Are you working a job that you absolutely hate? But even when it comes to that kind of stuff, even if you are working a job that you absolutely hate, you can still take the time out, like, ten minutes out of your day to just... But I don't feel like you need to work a job that you absolutely hate. Because if you hate it that much, then I feel like you could just... Like, obviously, we have to do certain things that we don't necessarily like when it comes to poverty and survival mm -hmm. and things. But I still feel like if there's something that you really absolutely hate, like, you could find something, even if it's McDonald's or something, where you may not like it, but it's not going to be as bad as something where, like, you absolutely hate it. Do you know what I mean? And also, I find, like, you know, when we go to school and stuff, as kids, like you said, the kids that are coming... They kind of know that it shouldn't be that we hate Mondays. It shouldn't be that we hate school. Mm -hmm. Learning is actually really fun. It's just a system they've created. Yeah, and you can actually, like we've spoken about before, if you, work, if you are your purpose, right, every single morning, every single moment, you have a chance to be on purpose. Mm -hmm. In every single moment. If you work in a job you hate, you change your job that you maybe don't like, but it still covers the bills yeah. and all this stuff. And it gives you that five, even five minutes a day to to really work on the passion and stuff that you like your passion product or any of this stuff I guarantee you, your mindset will be much better because yeah. even if you have less money you'll feel more at peace and therefore that job that you don't really like becomes a lot more bearable and you're doing something you bloody hate soul destroying that doesn't allow you to yeah. have your creative side out it doesn't allow you to explore and share your unique unique gifts that you were meant to do here yeah because that I just realized that is kind of the issue is that like, we're having to work to survive. So that means a lot of us are doing things that we don't necessarily want to do. Mm -hmm. But then in the spare time, people are just sitting there watching TV. Or they're just doing things that don't bring any kind of fulfillment. There's no creative expression. There's mm -hmm. no, like, being yourself. There's no finding your purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where the almost, like, robot type of dead lifestyle, yeah. lifestyle is coming from. It's like, you're having to do this horrific shit that nobody actually really needs to do but then you're not doing anything else that would counteract that and make you feel good emotions exactly you know and that's why it's very important to have this sharing gift societies and that people mm. have the time to do those things and yeah it, this economic system doesn't work so we yeah. need to get on to new things and the first the, the the first step to take to do that is to start working on yourself and validating mm -hmm. yourself and realizing that Stepping into my power, being my true self, showing myself love, kindness, and being selfish yeah. in the right way 
is the way forward, it's not conceited, it's not arrogant, yeah. it is key. And it's the way that you even find your passion and your purpose. That's well, you're, way, you're already your purpose. But, but yeah, that's yeah. the only way to find the things that will bring joy into yeah, your life. Yeah, that's so true. If yeah. you don't know yourself, you don't ever spend time by yourself, how what are you going to find it? What moves your heart? Yeah. yeah. And it could be something simple as well. It could literally just be like being around your children. Yeah. It could be anything. And things that move your heart, gifts that move your heart, it doesn't mean that you have to pursue them as a passion product. It doesn't mean any of that. You can mm. say, is this is a commitment or is this a hobby. You can... Yeah. It, you can live life on your own terms. Exactly. It's taking back the power instead of feeling like they have decided, like, you need to do this and then that's it. That's all you can do with your life. Yes, yeah, so take back your power. Mm. Yes. I like this video. Me too. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's good, but... We should like it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so validate yourself, Richards. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> and go find your freedom because it is there, and the thoughts and beliefs that tell you that it's not are from the one percent. Like that's their programming. But it's just from fear. Yeah, it's not real. And once you start to look at it, you'll realize the force in it. Mm -hmm. I know it's easy to say it, but when like when you're doing it, it's not easy. Trust me. Yeah, but like it's easy to hear somebody else say it and you not believe it and not realize it. But when you actually do start to look you'll realise that actually you can do things that you enjoy. Yeah, and don't just take our word for it. Go out, do your own research, see yeah. what works for you, because the techniques and stuff that work for us may not work for you. But as always, like, we always have your message us about it, so that's really sweet, so keep messaging us, and we're always going to be here to like, talk yeah. to you about stuff. We're just sharing our experiences. Yeah. yeah, so we hope you enjoy. Yes, thank you so much for listening and watching. Yeah. We appreciate you. So and we much. love you. So, yeah. yeah. And we love ourselves. <laughs> Yes, definitely. For sure. Yes. <laughs> Thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> okay, we will see you probably for a while. Yeah. I don't yeah. know when the next video will be, but it will be soon-ish. Yeah, the next episode, yeah. And <laughs> uh, we're working on some exciting projects. Yeah, so that's why we're... Like little things. We're so, yeah. very busy with our little passion projects, you know. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we will see you soon. Yes. Peace. <laughs>